Hey guys, and welcome back to the Strathclyde Telegraph podcast, hosted by myself, Callow Ogilvie, and Editor-in-Chief, John Anthony DeSoto. In this episode, we'll be talking with Strathclyde Telegraph contributor, Archie Grant, about the various roles that are up for grabs this election, and what we'd like to see from the roles in the future year. We'll also be discussing why the student elections are so important to us, whereas last year, they really weren't and we will be talking about why you should vote for policy and promises rather than just for catchy posters, even though that's how we voted last year. And all this and more coming up on the Strathclyde Telegraph podcast. This is the Strathclyde Telegraph podcast. Produced by students at Strathclyde University. So we've got... uh... Archie in the studio. Archie, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, yeah, I'm Archie. Um, I've volunteered this year to be on the Strathclyde Telegraph's election coverage team. Uh, second year came in, shouldn't, and uh, that's about it for me. Awesome. So <laughs> we've asked uh, Archie into the studio today uh, just so we can have a little bit of a wee discussion with election nominations closing, we're going to try and discuss what all the roles are so we can understand them a bit more. We're going to talk you through a little bit more about what we're doing at Strathclyde Telegraph to do with the elections. Um, And I think it's important that we have a wee chat about why student elections are important themselves. Yeah, It's, it's definitely something that most students would perhaps ignore, you know, like the in past elections, there's not been that many votes for being like 30,000 students. There's only about 5,000 votes or less. So it's really important that we cover what all the roles are and how they sort of affect you, especially since this year, the president, Matt, has made quite a big impact. Um, something that people didn't really consider could be possible for like a student union president. Like he's obviously the grad fees, the um, emergency housing, free at the point of use, that sort of stuff. So that's um, something that people will be running for. Matt, of course, we found out Matt is running for the president role again. Um, Of course, we'll touch all that online at strathclydetelegraph.com, but we're going to sort of touch on what all the roles do. Yeah, I think think it's important to start by having a wee... Let's go around the table and let's... what, what, What comes to your mind when you think student politics and student elections? Oh, for me, uh, uh, for student politics, I'd say just sort of like it's quite like local sort of politics. It's all it's all uni focused, obviously, but it's about just trying to win like secessions in the university and things like that. Um, so obviously, Matt's won quite a lot from the university this year. He's done really well. He's got grad fees, you know, free emergency housing, along with a whole host of other stuff. It's also just about making life a little bit better at university um, and just making sure all students are supported at their time at university. And student elections are just sort of like how we decide the direction of student politics, but I feel like not enough people participate in it because I just said like 30,000 students at Strathclyde and it's, there's never a big turnout online no. when they release like the numbers afterwards. Yeah, yeah, to me, like for me, I'm in my final year at uni now and it's always been a little bit of a joke. It's been fun and games has been voting for the person with the funniest uh, funniest flyer um, 
whoever has the biggest smile. Like it's not been. I've never in the past voted, and and I'll be honest about this. I've never in the past voted purely based on what someone has put in their manifesto because I've never felt like what someone puts online in their manifesto could ever actually make a difference. And I think that's why this year I feel totally different to it. And that's why this election coverage from Strathclyde Telegraph is so important because Matt has shown this year that change can happen and the execs with him have shown that real change can happen. Like the grad fee stuff, within a month from them starting that campaign that was gone and i don't think in my experience i don't remember in the past things happening so quickly and so you can see rapid change and that's why i'm hoping that more people are going to be engaged with the election this time around i for sure am um and so i hope that through our coverage we can we can really tap into bringing people the information that they need so they feel like they're making an actual decision rather than just for comical effect. Yeah, this, so at the Strathclyde Telegraph we're going to be covering the elections from now today is when the candidates will be announced. They've not been announced yet, but of course it's Tuesday the 19th so they're going to be announced today. We're going to be covering it all the way up until the 8th of March is when there'll be the big like announcements of who's Live won. from Strathclyde Students Union as well. Yeah, so we're going to be covering it all the way up till then and you'll be able to find all the posts, all the articles on the Strathclyde Telegraph website. We're hoping to do lots of like in-depth interviews with the different candidates. We've got a lot of whole, like a whole host of cool stuff planned. Um, so that's all available online. Yeah. Awesome. So I think Archie, you wrote an article uh, for the, the election coverage about uh, why people should care about about the elections. And in that, you talked about how a lot of the, the vice president roles have changed names. So I thought we could go through all the, the vice president roles and do a quick run through. I think we're going to provide an article with this podcast going through them properly. Um, but I just want to, to talk a little bit more about them so it's kind of it's kind of out there. So the first one that we've got, we've got Vice President of Community. Um, I believe that used to be Vice President of Volunteering and Development, currently held by Sarah Cowan. Um, what do you guys know about these roles? I, I mean, I've, I've read the stuff the unions put out about it this year, but before for me, um, last year when I was voting for VPVD, um, I wasn't really sure, you know, what like the role does or um, what the like their remit is at uni. But after having spoke to Sarah a bit for the article I wrote, um, got a bit of better understanding of that. You know, just trying to like, you know, direct the sort of policy of the union going forward when it comes to like clubs and societies, getting students involved, and you know. Uh, like life at university um, and sort of other like wider things like she's got her uh, plan to get the unit to divest from fossil fuels which is really great happening right now. Mm. Um, so yeah it seems like and the, the role's changing it's just um, the remit now covers the candidates like widen development projects um, and you know bring a, more opportunities for students. Uh, usual they're head of like uh, clubs and socks and support the development of clubs and societies 
And uh, just one of the things that they've also added in this year is the lead sustainability and environmental issues um, within union and the wider university. So, yeah. yeah so it's, that's a really important one because that affects us all in terms of anyone that's part of a society like we are or um, or wanting to get involved with any kind of society at yeah. university. These, this role is the person that kind of brings together the community, I guess, exactly. <laughs> as the, uh, that's why it's been changed to vice president of community. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested by this one because as a president of a society, I'm interested to see what the people are putting forward to kind of make differences across the board for all societies. Yeah, I definitely think that sort of make a bigger impact. I think definitely what I'll be looking for is people who are saying that they'll make it easier to join societies because I definitely know if you've ever tried to join a society on the Strath Union website, it's almost impossible. Like you'll Google the exact keywords that you're looking for and there won't be anything to do with it. So I'm looking for that from the community standpoint. Yeah, I think, and not just to touch on that, that what you just said, Callum, during Freshers Week, we had about, I think we had about 150 sign-ups on a piece of paper. And due to GDPR laws, we weren't allowed to contact any of those people. Shit. And it was all to go through the union website. And because of that system, it just didn't go down. So we missed out on a ton of people that were interested in writing for the paper through that. So something like that, that would actually make it easier to join societies and not have to go through Facebook all the time would be really helpful. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like if you aren't like a fan of Facebook or don't use it as a lot of people are um, right now, like it's all, most of society life is run on Facebook, like um, for the paper, a lot of it's run through like contributor groups for ChemEng, it's all run through their Facebook page, so if you're not on Facebook, like it's, there's almost no way to catch up on news except from someone else that's seen it on Facebook. So. Yeah. So the next one is the Vice President of Education. Okay, so currently the VP of Education is Aram Ahadsi. Um, I, I, she's one of the vice presidents that I'm not too familiar with, so I'm not entirely sure what's included in this role. So I think, like, let, looking at the union, what does the union website say? So uh, the union's latest uh, info about this is the vice president represents the academic interests of the student body to the university. Uh, they're responsible for ensuring that students have the best learning experience while at Strathclyde. Uh, by implementing different policy as well as supporting student reps and like the class reps that also get elected in this upcoming election. I know that uh, we just got the student voice through over the few months I think the Vice President of Education works with the different student reps and the different faculty heads to try and implement changes because uh, I know there was some problems with my place with submission for us turn it in wasn't working so that was part of we said oh this is really bad the Vice President of Education came back and was like, okay, we've talked to your department head and we fixed it. So I think that ed education is definitely going to be about improving how accessible the sort of education is because I know sometimes, like, my place is unusable and that's, like, the one source that we need. So I think Vice President of Education is definitely an important role. It's interesting. So it's basically the, the head of student reps, almost. Mm -hmm. So... It'd be really interesting to find out exactly what what they can do and how they can impact 
as you said, the the systems that we use for university as well as like just like standard things such as class times and that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, the next vice president is the vice president of inclusion. So that's was previously the vice president of diversity. Currently held by Titi Farakwai, uh, who is running for president this time round. That yeah. was just announced like Got four minutes ago. this morning, so that on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, that's quite interesting. So I like how it's changed from diversity to inclusion. Because now it's saying that it's all about equality, diversity, and inclusion. Mm. Um, so it kind of, I think it now encompasses a lot more in terms of what students need. Their remit is to uh, develop campaigns. So like this year we've had the LGBT month, we've had the Black History Month, um, we've had loads of interesting events. And I would really like to see a vice president of inclusion really go further into those kind of monthly themes to events and, and do events that people rather than just workshops rather than just workshops do events that kind of bring people together yeah maybe try and work on something that brings in like all students because obviously you have to sign up to a workshop if you want to go and there's a lot of folk that just like won't bother but maybe if you just got like a bit more you know awareness around campus with smaller stuff that might be a, a good thing the Vice President of Inclusion has a really important role across the whole kind of feeling of the student body mm -hmm. and I think it'll be really cool to see someone take that role and go further with it. So the next Vice President is the Vice President of Sport. It's interesting because they're the Vice President of Sport within the Union but they're also, they're also the President of the Sports Union. This has uh, always confused me, like I've been on campus for two years and it's just I don't get why like the sports, the sports union should be separate, but I don't get why then he's a vice president in the union. Like, can the two agencies like not talk to each other? They have to like you know have a representative. It's a good question, you know, because to be honest, the sports thing has always confused me. The sports union is different to the students' union. Sports head of the sports union is employed through the students' union. It seems to me the vice president of sport has always seemed to me as totally separate to all the other roles in the sense that the only their only focus is to champion the sports teams yeah and that's where i'd be really interested to see someone come along and maybe be more inclusive like just because you're not part of a sports team doesn't mean you are not either interested in sport or go to the gym or whatever mm -hmm. like it's, it's a, I think it's a lot broader than just the sports side of things. Because I know that there's lots of, there's lots of like big championships. There's the Glasgow Cup, which is almost like an Olympics for the three unis that are in Glasgow. Does anyone uh, watch that apart exactly. from the people that are in the team? In I the, didn't know you could watch it. No, exactly. And it's something that they actually actively are trying to get people along to. But I feel like that could be something that could be built upon more because I'd like to go see Strathclyde absolutely thrash GU at something. Oh yeah, I mean, it wouldn't. <laughs> exactly, so it feels like that should be something that is sort of made more of an impact, like maybe that is almost a community aspect. Got one more Vice President before we talk about the big one. Uh, this is Vice President of Welfare, uh, previously Vice President of Support, um, held by John Agbon Ruffle and his Smile Project. Um, so, President Welfare, responsible for campaigning on issues that affect student welfare, well-being, 
uh, including housing, mental health, financial hardship, and they are uh, appointed to represent our interests within the university and the local community. This one, I find it really difficult to talk about because a lot of that stuff that's in that remit has been stuff that, when I've seen it, has been done by the president. Yeah, especially this year. So I don't know if it's just because it's... I don't know if it's just because this year we've attempted to do bigger things so they've been they've gone through the president or if it's because we've not done enough especially housing like Archie touched on it well that that came out when that was published that was Matt making that announcement and it was framed as like you know the unions obviously had a big push behind it so they obviously had the biggest player negotiating with the union which is the president and I feel like the uni probably takes it more seriously for issues like that when they're that big if the president is behind it because it's like the whole uni yeah but is... see if it was the president and the vice president of welfare that has way more weight than just one person so i think this is in my opinion going through all these six roles this is a this is the biggest one to me i think this is the most important one mm. in terms of really making a difference see if you've got someone who's championing championing uh more support for for mental health getting more people holding the university accountable for the fact that there's not enough counselors available for people that need it and sometimes we don't want to have group sessions to talk about our problems you know it's it's not suitable for everyone yeah and housing matt matt's done done the free up point of use emergency housing for students there's more to do with financial hardship i'm pretty sure he increased there's a hundred thousand pounds more i think in the pot for people who need money and that was money that wasn't around last year just before christmas they made a big announcement that they won a lot of funding yeah and that was we were along there for the student parliament last time that's where he talked about but like these are things that i think this year because matt is is so like he was so into them that the president was so into them that he pushed really hard for this but this is something that the president of welfare next year should be pushing equally or harder because it's their remit they should be pushing harder for this because like the housing like if you have comfortable housing then you're trying to study at the same time i just can't imagine um like mental health like should be one of the biggest issues that the uni are trying to tackle and it feels like they're just trying to push back and financial hardship especially is like one of the biggest problems so i feel like as you said the president of welfare is maybe the most important role are we aware of anyone running for this yet i know is john running again i think so yeah so I we've not got confirmation of that but we've got john and and i'm not i know that uh, kyle scott is running who has been um a really good team player in terms of um, student support over the last year. He works part-time at the union um, and he's been a great help for The Telegraph anyway um, and just as a general person for when whenever I've needed support from the union, he's been pretty good. Um, I'm not sure who else. I don't think we've, we've got any any more no. on, our, on our wee list as we wait impatiently for nominations to be announced. But I feel like these the the president race and the president of vice president of welfare race are going to be ones that are going to be really interesting to watch yeah. just to see how they sort of pan out going up to like the different campaigning so online campaigning starts today yeah 
in-person campaigning, I believe, starts at the start of March. Yeah, don't they get like a week to campaign or yeah. something like that? So, yeah, I think it's it's going to be exciting. I'm excited for this. I think it's I the think fu- a lot more people care this year just because they've seen what the union can do. Yeah. I think one of the big things going forward that welfare could do, just circling back to that, is obviously like everyone knows that around Glasgow there's now loads of private halls. And I feel like... Which if, the union was advertising today. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Um, I think there's, you know, Glasgow's probably hit its limit on private halls. Like, do we need more? But also at private halls, I've stayed in private halls in first year. And, you know, if there's no problems in them, as with anywhere else, they're fine, they're comfortable, bit expensive, but, you know, comparable prices to the uni, uh, uni halls. But I've heard like proper horror stories from people and because there's no student representation there, it's just it feels like, you know, you against the machine. So I feel like if there was a vice president of welfare that said that I'm gonna create like a system where we have representatives for like different halls around like Glasgow, they would get my vote because that's that could affect big change, especially yeah. from companies. And I just wanna just while it's in my head all of these roles are even more important this year because we're moving to a new union building. Um, I think 2020, is that correct? Yeah, it'll be summer 2020. Basically, these this uh, committee that's going to be making all the choices in terms of the, the choices that they've got for Strath Union moving forward. Um, so I think it's even more important that we make the right decision in terms of electing people that are going to choose for all of us, because that's that's what they're they're there to do. They're choosing for us all. I definitely uh, like with Archer. I'm definitely looking to see what happens with people's manifestos and student private halls because I know right across from the old union is they you might have seen them knocking down that old building. That's going to be the plan just now is for that to be turned into student private student halls. Meant to be some like horrendous like 14 story building as well. I'd say that people who are going for private halls in second, third, fourth year are people maybe like external students, you know, people coming in from abroad and they're quite vulnerable to yeah. different pricing because I mean, if they can't find somebody to live with, if they're only coming in for like a year, that, that leaves them really vulnerable to this sort of predatory pricing that private student halls often have. Yeah. For that, like it's so expensive, it, it almost seems like that's definitely a a problem for welfare because that's student like financial hardship almost being put on them by the halls. So I'd like to see somebody uh, lobbying for more Strathclyde owned halls, something like that. Yeah, definitely big expansion in the uni halls. Kind so of- we've we've touched on uh, the vice presidential roles, uh, all six of them. There's also the president, which we're going to be going way more in depth with. Um, over the course of the next few weeks. This is the first year that we've got a proper election coverage team together of uh, quite a few people looking into manifestos, writing interviews, um, recording sound bites. What else we got? Uh, there'll be, uh, we're also going to be doing video, video interviews with the main presidential candidates. I think this will be a really interesting way for people to engage further with what the top of the union wants to do for the next year and hopefully it's a pretty hotly contested race um, so that there can be like a wee bit of drama because that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Someone have like a big scandal like found out that they're campaigning a week before 
Yeah, well, we're. That would be juicy. I mean, we're looking for that. We're looking for any sort of campaign finance fraud. If yeah. you know of any illicit activity in any campaign for Strath Union elections, please let us know. <laughs> Tip us off, Ad. <laughs> I mean, and we've also got some really exciting content popping up on Facebook throughout the course of uh, elections. What's that going to be, Callum? Uh, we're going to do a video interview over some wine, hopefully some cheese, uh, with all the presidential candidates. We're going to call it Dates with candidates uh which is just i mean about the best name you could possibly imagine and we're just going to see you know what makes each of the candidates sort of tick it's going to be like a five minute video you can get to know the person who'll be the top of the union and you can see us wear some fancy suits it's going to be really posh and uh obviously we're doing so much for uh the elections this year that we need a place to properly get our coverage out so that's why over the next week or so our uh, coverage is going to start popping up on strath union website um and all uh official uh strathclyde telegraph election coverage will be appearing on the strath union website for this year which is really exciting actually i'm super pleased that we've got this going forward for the team that take over next year um, because it's going to be sick yeah it should be really good Um, and then obviously final thing uh, just to to touch up on at the end of all of this we're going to do our official Strathclyde Telegraph endorsements Uh, we're going to get together as a full election team and we're going to put out our endorsements to make sure that you know that you're making the right choice and it's been backed up by good quality student journalism. You've been listening to the Strathclyde Telegraph podcast, hosted by podcast editor Callum Ogilvy and editor-in-chief John Anthony. The special guest today was Strathclyde Telegraph contributor Archie Grant, and we talked a little bit about the upcoming Strath elections in 2019. If there's anything that you know about the election that you think that we should know, email it over to us at editor at strathclydetelegraph.com and we'll be keeping you up to date on all the goings on in the election at strathclydetelegraph.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a great week.